0: steady and let's go welcome back to episode number 48 of the tiebreaker podcast this is a new record we got two straight uh, i think we're back on our grind here hope you guys are all enjoying um your early summer wherever you are
1: jackson what's up i don't know man just yeah, obviously in the new place um we got you the new did get the a background. new place hopefully one day we can do this in person right here yeah, had, uh, a lot of shit to set up for that. So, yeah,
0: um, you just dropped a pretty cool hint right at the beginning of a podcast. Everyone's going to hear that we are trying to eventually do in-person pods. Obviously, we'll still have audio versions up, but uh, just for the video and stuff like that would be really cool. But let's uh, let's get right into today's episode, man. I see you got a lot of stuff you want to talk about today. So,
1: I'll let yeah, you take so. It off. So I start I wanted to put like a way too early episode out, but I think it's a way too early to do any way too earlys really, I feel like. Well again, but, I uh, said it
0: last time. It's May, so anything we do is way too early. So Yeah.
1: So I wanted to start this off by, you know, I, I've been seeing teams around the league that I think there's a lot of a lot of transactions going on. There's some teams I think that going into this year are gonna be contenders that we're not really talking about that weren't like these teams had potential last year but just kind of didn't, didn't play out the way together. they're supposed to. Yeah, so the team that I think the most I think going in next year that could play out to be a really good team, and I hate to say this because this is who I picked to win the Super Bowl last year, the Denver Broncos. Okay, Uh, you what? Is your trust just in Sean Payton or what? uh, It's Sean Payton. I think that Russell Wilson, he if he gets back to the game that he can play, that team will be so good. Like that's that's all it comes down to. I feel like if if Russell Wilson can you know play like he actually plays the years past, this team will be insane. So uh, let me
0: ask you this real quick. I'm gonna interrupt quickly. So the Broncos coming off a five and twelve year, probably the worst season out of everybody last year, based on the anticipation of beginning of last year, kind of like what we're doing now. Do you think Russell Wilson has has, has he turned that page? No. Can he recover from a year last year? Oh,
1: Oh yeah, yeah, he can recover from a year like last year. I or think is UNC. it a Carson
0: wins where he has one bad year and he's never going to have a good year anymore? I mean, Carson wins. You can't really compare Carson wins Russell Wilson. Okay, that's that's a terrible comparison. What, what I'm saying is they he was bad last year. He hasn't been this bad before. Is it just safe to assume he's just going to bounce back or what?
1: I think that if you look like it couldn't get any worse. Like that's where I. I mean, I that's where I. You ain't lying. Can, that's that's you're not yeah. lying. But like we're gonna get into it later on here. Like I think that um. Players like Jerry Judy will have a better year. I think overall the Broncos have a better year. Um, Tim Patrick will be there. Uh, they drafted Marvin Mims, which is a great wide receiver, I, like I believe, him. from Oklahoma. Um, and then you have Samaje Perine from the um, Bengals. going to come down as probably your third down running back. Um, but I don't know. I think that this team improved a little bit if you just get Russell Wilson to come in and play like he last or not last year, years past. This team's going to be an actual team I do though. like
0: the Sean Payton addition. Um, they had to give up some stuff for it because it was a trade. You never really see trades so happen for crazy. head coaches. But they identified what they needed fixed. Obviously, they thought it was the coach. Sean Payton, we all know, has been a great coach for a long time with the Saints. I just don't know, man. That team was very, very, very bad last year. You know what's bad? When we beat them 12-9 to 9 in overtime. Like, yeah, on a Thursday night, like, they had bad stretches. They had a stretch of the season where they lost four straight. Then they had a stretch where they lost five straight games. Like, I, just, I don't know, man. That's a bad team.
1: Yeah, they were, like, last And it's the year, same obviously. thing as we're
0: saying this year. We were saying last May as well, when they got Russell Wilson, Broncos, let's ride. Like, yeah, they're bad. Yeah, I don't know.
1: That That's the team that I probably hear. Look I at the division someone... too, bro. People say that, but the thing is, is like, if if they're gonna be a good team, they are got to play these teams anyways. So like, that's the thing that I have to say about that. So I mean, but I, it's it's more of about
0: the it's they're not. It's not really a cakewalk. Yeah, getting there. They have to be play Kansas City twice. They have to play the Chargers twice. Which the Chargers are kind of in the same boat. You usually have high expectations for the Chargers, and they somehow underperform every year. Uh, mm-hmm. Vegas, there's an unknown with. Jimmy Garoppolo, and they lost Derek Carr, and how is Devontae Adams going to play? But I don't know. I'm not high on the Broncos. I know here we are again. You're being
1: high on them in May, so we'll see. Yeah, I think the, the thing about them is, is like obviously this is way too early. Um, it, it's We're not going to know until we see week one, uh, Russell Wilson. Um, if he comes out, I, I really think week one is going to show us what the Broncos are going to give us. Week if one, Russell the Broncos Wilson... are hosting the Vegas Raiders at home. So it, that's going to be a good game, honestly. But mm-hmm. – um, the next team I added on this, though, these next two teams are basically just teams that I believe, you know, were pretty solid last year, but I think they improved. I think that they're, uh, j- they can't be worse than last year is what I'm trying to say here. Yeah. Um, the Lions, Detroit Lions, you know, they added uh, Gibbs, they traded Swift to the Eagles, which, you know, for me, I don't know how I feel about that. Um, I think that they could have focused somewhere else um, that early, but other than like that. That was weird, not, wasn't it?
0: That, that addition. Yeah,
1: yeah, unless they saw something in him that they were like, oh my gosh, but I don't know. Um, offense last year was low-key insane. I, not, I don't have the stats pulled up exactly, but all I know is that they were putting up 40-plus points many, many weeks back-to-back-to-back. To back to back. Yeah. Um, this was a team that, you know, they they were really good, but obviously you could see uh, they had some young people in their team, such as uh, Jamison Williams. Uh, he's going to be out six weeks. Uh, was it FanDuel again? <laughs> Probably. So, how do you feel with the Lions? Um.
0: Well, you, like a lot of other people, are really, really, really high on the Lions. I mean, you can tell right away that the NFL gave them the opening game of the whole season, the Thursday night season opener in Kansas City. Usually mm-hmm. you see that be the Bills or the Super Bowl rematch or something, but now they gave it to the Lions. They went 9-8 and last year. They had a pretty good end to their season. Um, They didn't make it into the postseason, I think. Like you said, they have all the right pieces. They added correct pieces. They have coach um, Dan Campbell back again, just having stability there. And I think one thing you said, well, actually, you know, they started their season one and six and then ended nine and eight? Yeah. That is wild. Talk about a turnaround. The last nine you know weeks who, of the season, they lost twice. You know um, who the backup quarterback
1: is? I do not. And then Hooker. Oh, he is. He is. Yeah. yeah. That's what I was thinking about. Also, that's kind of another topic to talk about. Like, does Jared Goff does he play through the next couple of years with them, or is this like kind of like a prove it year for him? It's um,
0: so I'm gonna say this. I, I'm gonna call this right now. It's not a prove it year. I think because I, I wanted to hint on what you said earlier is this was a very good offensive team, and you remember the Jared Goff narrative was that he can't produce like high flying offense. Yeah, and and he, he produced he it last year. That's... He did. He had a crazy into that year. I mean, he was putting up 330, 340, 355, 3 like high 300s passing yards. Um, but no, nah, it's not a prove it year for Jared Goff. I think yeah, it's a it's another solid year coming up for him. You draft Hendon Hooker, who me and you were both high on in college before he got injured. I know a lot of people yep. are as well. This the Lions kind of ha- listen. I want to be honest. It's early. I'm gonna say that a lot. But the Lions have, like, something really special lined up after Jer- – like, I forgot they had Hendon Hooker. I don't think I even yeah. knew that. So Jared Goff yeah. plays next season, however that goes. If he, if he starts to decline, whatever, he's going to be a good mentor for Hendon Hooker. But holy shit, I think Dan Campbell's brewing something special in Detroit.
1: Yeah, I hope so. I think that that's a team that, like, you know, watching football for years and years and years, that's a team that we never see produce. I mean, there were Stafford and Johnson. That was the only thing you could – that's the only like a name off that team in the past 20 years. Like, yep.
0: And not, you're man, not man, lying. Man. That's a fact. Hey, you're not yeah, the Lion. Um,
1: <laughs> all right. Uh, next team on here. This is the team that I'm want here.
0: I don't want to end the Lions discussion because let me just say, I said it last episode, that NFC North is so wide open, it's frightening. Just, yeah, you get the- with Aaron Rodgers leaving, even like then, he, it wasn't a guaranteed going through the Packers, but I mean, Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers. They're still the Vikings, obviously, but I don't think the Packers are going to be much. I'm not. The Bears, maybe, but it's really the Lions and the Vikings between Those them are a two. lot of,
1: those three teams, I would say the Vikings and the Lions are obviously the safest, but the Bears and the Packers are two, like, throw-up teams. We don't know if they're going to be really good, really bad. They could be both. Yeah, so. agreed. Seahawks. Uh, this is a team that I truly am not that high on, but I thought I had to add it on here because it's a team that, they made the playoffs last year. Um it did. They they added a great wide receiver, and Gino's got a large contract. So that, that's pretty much all I can say about them is that I think that Gino had a really good, really good year last year. They have good wide receivers. They have Metcalf, Jackson Smith, um, and I think Kenneth Walker. I'll get into him later on in this. I think he's one of the players that actually has a really good year next year. Um, try to guess Kenneth Walker's stats last year. Kenneth Walker don't look it up just try to think it like do you remember the running back for the seahawks did he have a thousand yeah he put up a thousand plus yards last year off of 10 starts i believe um he only played i think or i wouldn't I say only but i think he played like 15 games 10 of those he actually came in was the ball carrier from yep. the start um i would believe he had like nine touchdowns so it's almost a touchdown a game that he started yep uh that's a good offense. They have good wide receivers hand the ball off to him. If he puts up like he did last year and he does that 17 straight games, he'll put up 1500 plus rushing yards. So yeah, um, not too high on the Seahawks, but I do think they have some really good young talent there. Any thoughts from you for the Seahawks? I think
0: the biggest thing with here is I think you're just kind of banking on can Geno Smith do what he did last year? Uh, Maybe not up to that level, but don't be anything worse because you see what you have when he does play really well, because we all remember the narrative going into last season was the Seahawks were going to suck. The Broncos were going to do great. And it was the complete opposite. The Seahawks made it to the playoffs. They were one of the top teams in the NFL. They went on a five game winning streak right in the middle of the year to go six and three. That's when everybody was high on them, hit a little bit of a slump and then just kind of won and lost out, but made the playoffs, lost a divisional game on the road. I mean, there's not much you can say to that. Geno still played. Okay. But, um, I what think it's a think lot about, of, depending on how Geno plays.
1: Yeah, like, with Geno, though, like, what do you think about the Seahawks? Like, they actually have three wide receivers that could possibly wide re- be wide receiver ones on other teams. Like, they got Lockett, DK Metcalf, Metcalf and who? Lockett, uh, Jack- Jackson Smith. Yeah. So,
0: I think Lockett and Metcalf are locks, no pun intended, for wide receiver ones. I don't know about this Jackson Smith dude, actually, but...
1: Oh. Dude, he's the Ohio State wide receiver. Oh, so, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah. Um, I think... Wait, yeah, he's that crazy. is
0: dominant, bro.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know why. I want to say I don't know why they drafted him. But, like, I see why they drafted him. It's just kind of like... You got to thank Tyler Lockett, he's 30. Yeah, they need someone behind him. Yeah. Um, that's pretty much... I'm if, if I can think that's all they really got, the wide receivers. I'm going to look this up one up real quick. There's D.
0: S. Uh, Eskridge, Derek Young, Kade Johnson. I'm looking at their depth chart right now. Yeah,
1: they have a lot. Eskridge of is pretty good, but um, other other guys I don't really know too much. That's a but, very good offense. Yeah, it's a it's a really good offense, and they also who's the running back they drafted? The Seahawks drafted a really good running back. Uh,
0: what pick did they take that Jackson Smith? They had five. Were they behind the Colts?
1: Yeah, he had five or six. I know five was. Tr- no, I think they were yeah, right after the five. Colts. Yeah, yeah, it's five. Oh yeah, they got. Uh, they also drafted Georgia's running back Kenny McIntosh.
0: Oh, they didn't even get uh, Jackson Smith at five. They got Devin Witherspoon, the cornerback, and then they got Jackson Smith
1: at twenty. Wow. Yeah, I was about to say I don't think he went five. Yeah. But also, a lot of people are really high on Kenny McIntosh. I don't really know how it's gonna play out with, Kenny- with Kenneth Walker playing. Uh, I know he's injury prone, so that's probably why they got him. But, uh, or not Kenny McIntosh, they got, uh, what's his face? Um, UCLA's running back in the second round. He's really good as well. Anyways. I want to
0: look up Geno Smith's contract.
1: He, $40
0: million guaranteed. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, He's 32. He had a really good year last year. I like Geno Smith. I just really love what they did last season. I'm gonna say it again. It was the Seahawks were gonna really suck. The Broncos were gonna be really good, and it was the complete opposite. Um, yeah. Who knows? I thought the worst league last year.
1: Like going into the year, I thought they'd be the worst team.
0: Everyone did. So, yeah.
1: Everyone wrote them off, and they
0: went crazy. So shout out Geno Smith. Yup. He was top five in uh, passing touchdowns last year as well
1: with 30. Yeah, he put up a lot of numbers. That was is weird, dude. It was just weird. So. We're speaking a lot about wide receivers this uh, episode. We're going to keep talking about wide receivers. So the sophomore surge, basically saying year two wide receivers tend to break out. Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson, years past. There's many other wide receivers that broke out in their second year. And we're going to look at the year two wide receivers and tell you basically who are these guys going to actually break out or not. So yeah. the number a couple one of these we talked about
0: him. last week. I remember Garrett Wilson and Alave. I think we did a little bit.
1: Yeah, Garrett Wilson's like a lock for me. I think that's not even worth talking about anymore. I think it's just it's guaranteed. He's, I mean, I say that then we're gonna clip this a year from now and he's gonna be a bum somehow. But nah, I think he's a lock as well. Just kidding. Yeah, Garrett Wilson, he's a lock to break out this year. It's a good uh, uh
0: spot to be in a receiver for the Jets. I think.
1: Yep. Um, Traylon Burks. Um, uh, I'm not sure if you talked much about this guy, but the Titans wide receiver. Mm-hmm. He's actually I. His stats from last year are actually kinda of insane from like what he played. So twenty-three percent of his routes that he ran were actually targeted. And that's up there with AJ Brown's rookie year and Justin Jefferson's rookie year. Or it might be Jamar Chase. But um Knowing that, I mean they have no they have no one else to throw to. Yeah. Um Traylon Burks, we obviously saw last year he had really good talent. Um I'm pretty sure he had the game against the Colts they went off. Um, the one thing about him that's questionable though. Is apparently he has an asthma problem. Um, so he Better they figure out he has Denver. asthma, like mid season or something. But apparently it didn't bother him too much. Just weird. Yeah, that's actually a thing. Um,
0: one thing about this I want to say is, I mean, you even said it. Who else are the Titans going to throw to? That could make things tough for Traylon Burks, uh, getting double teamed and stuff like that. Defense is focusing on him. And also, I just don't think the Titans have a really good quarterback situation right now for any receiver to really like elevate in my opinion yeah I mean it's going to be Tannehill at first but who knows how his performance is going to go and then do you go Will Levis or whatever um it's kind of like the Colts I mean I think the quarterback carousel has kind of messed up Pittman in a way maybe Alec Pierce um at least Alec Pierce's rookie year Trelon Burks I don't know I, I just think the situation isn't the best in Tennessee for him to really thrive yet who knows? I could be wrong, and maybe in a couple years it could happen, but I just don't... I don't
1: know. Yep. What about... Uh, I, we talked about Chris Olave last episode. Are you still pretty high on him?
0: Yeah, I think so. I think uh, it's pretty safe to say that he's going to yeah, be okay. Yeah, well, safe
1: to say that he should have a good year with Derek Carr. Now, this is someone that we haven't talked about that's actually, I think, going into last season, I thought he was going to be the best wide receiver. I remember you were um, super
0: high on, on
1: him. Super high on Drake London, and I think what killed him was is just quarterback play um it's crazy right I bl- let me see his stats of last year he had i know he had a lot of targets um he was hurt a little bit i believe yeah
0: just a little bit under 900 total yards only
1: scored four touchdowns yeah he basically again the only the only wide receivers on that team um he got pits but he's a tight end i think that i don't think he's gonna have a crazy year this year again i'm not high on the falcons at all uh, maybe that's the Seahawks team that we don't see this year. Um, they got the crazy running back now. Um, I don't know. I, I don't think Drake Longdon is going to be having any more. He might be better than last year because the off, I think the offense can move a little bit more. But Drake Longden, I don't think, is going to break out like someone like Garrett Wilson next year. So
0: Yeah, and I kind of am in agreement with you. I don't really know what to expect from the Falcons. I mean, you got Desmond River. They also have Taylor Heineke. So, how long do you think Taylor Heinecke can. Maybe get yeah. an appearance if Desmond Ritter isn't playing that well. Maybe that's what Drake London would need um, to elevate his game because we all know what Taylor Heineke is and what he brings.
1: Kyle like, Pitts got, as well. They got Robinson too. They drafted him. Yep. Um, the running back. So hopefully they still that Cordell can be have Cordell Patterson on their depth chart, but he's third. That's funny. He's crazy, bro. I know. Running back, wide receiver, whatever you need. Who's Christian Watson? Christian Watson, the Green Bay wide receiver. Uh, number nine. He's Green the guy man. that... Well, you got to think about this. He's the only... I think he's like the Packers' only wide receiver. Uh, <laughs> he was a rookie last year. Uh, let me look at his stats last year. He, dude, he had a really good season last year. He was... Uh, he scored touch. He, they gave him the wide receiver reverses all the time and stuff, but he's a crazy athlete. He, uh, I'm he's a to North find Dakota stats.
0: State guy. Shout out.
1: Yeah, he's 6'5", 208 pounds, and he, and he can backflip. He showed us that in the end zone last year. Um, 66 targets, 611 yards, seven touchdowns last year. Like, he had more touchdowns than Garrett Wilson, so.
0: Yeah, and we all know how that Packers offense looked last year. It wasn't the best, uh, Aaron Rodgers declining and Green Bay, stuff like that. But I don't know, all these, this is a third team that it's like, yeah, these receivers could take this little sophomore surge, but I think there's a lot of uncertainty around them. Uh, quarterback play or just overall team stuff. Yeah. Um, but for the, for the Packers, I mean, we can kind of say the same with Drake London and Desmond Ritter. Maybe this is somebody who Jordan love really needs or can lean on. Um, in yeah. green Bay. Cause this, you said it, this is all they got really wide receiver wise. I don't really know who Romeo I've heard of Romeo dubs. Uh, I don't think yeah, Romeo special, dubs, Samari, he, he had any special
1: Samari. He had a really good season last year. Like for what he played. Um, the thing was that really made me mad about him was they would like, they would have a game where they go to him, and he's a very talented wide receiver, like very talented. They would go to him. It was almost like the Colts when I watched them. They won't use him. They yep. didn't use him that much. It was like so he'd have weird. like a really
0: good game, and then you won't see him for three weeks.
1: Yeah, he would like yeah. he like his uh, third game put up eight. He had eight receptions off of eight targets, seventy three yards, touchdown. Um, the next next week had a touchdown. Like he, yeah, I don't know. It was just weird. Like he was getting
0: that whole Packers team in general was just weird last year.
1: Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, look, next. We have, can we add Pierce into this? Do you th- yes. I don't think that, I don't think he's going to be as much as like someone like we're talking about Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave. But do you think Pierce could be a thousand yard receiver this year? That's well, a, that's let a, me that's ask you this. Does
0: that mean that, do you think him and Pittman could be a thousand yard receivers or you think it'd be one or the other?
1: Um, I think I think it's gonna be, it could be both. Just because I don't think we, I mean, there's Josh Downs now too. I didn't think about that. Um, that's another I question. I don't personally it,
0: think Josh Downs will have like those games where he has a lot of yards. I think he'll have very big moments in those games, a bunch of short
1: field stuff. I just like if you look at the offense the Eagles ran last year. I mean, a lot of vertical players uh, like Alec Pierce go deep um and Pierce showed you last year that that is a part of his game that's what
0: he can do yeah. yeah um and we have a big arm quarterback with Anthony Richardson I think just in general based off his year one stats 41 catches just under 600 yards only two touchdowns I think Alec Pierce will shatter all those numbers like yeah I think he'll push a thousand's tough I say over seven eight hundred, maybe definitely score more than two touchdowns. Just the way our offense was so bad last year of scoring touchdowns, I don't think it'll be the same this year with Steichen and Richardson. Um, but it, I I like adding adding Alec Pierce to a little sophomore surge uh,
1: receiver discussion. I think he could easily go over seven hundred yards. I think, I, it's I, safe I think so. To say. I
0: mean, that was that's really only hundred more than last year.
1: Yeah, I could say probably seven hundred eight eight hundred yards, probably four or five touchdowns. Um, and, and thing let me think let me about, just say
0: this as well is two games last year. So yeah, he would have games with you know three catches, four targets. Minnesota no catches on five targets. But he there was a games where he was only getting two targets, two targets, two targets. Yeah. Like that so will weird. go up drastically this year. He only had seventy eight targets on the year total last year. Well, I'm gonna Pittman expect that had to be a shattered.
1: Crazy amount of targets last year because on third down it's the only person we went to. Yeah. Um, it's a slant to Pittman every third down. Yep. So four screen. That's your favorite. Or a screen. That's, that, that's, a, that's the reason why we didn't succeed last year is because teams knew what we were going to do. They literally yeah. knew what we were going to do.
0: You know what we got, though? We got Shane Steichen now. He ain't going to let that happen. Yeah. <laughs> but I like adding Pierce right. to that for sure.
1: So let's move. We're speaking about wide receivers still. Let's move into year one wide receivers. Just like last year, we talked about the quarterbacks. Who is going to outperform the rest of the league or the rest of the rookie wide receivers? So... I think the first guy on this list, I think, is the one. Um, we have Jordan Addison from Minnesota. Watching him go in the draft, this guy, I believe, had the most talent that I saw. Like, someone that I could see being in the NFL, playing, his route running, all that stuff. It looks insane. USC guy? USC guy, that's a big, big checkmark. Caleb mark. Williams guy? Now there's a lot of people I've heard they're like, oh my gosh, she's gonna be paired up against Justin Jefferson, and people are thinking that's bad. That's good. Like that's that's How amazing. would that be bad? I've seen people say that they're like, well, Jordan Addison's on the team, Je- Justin Jefferson's getting a lot of targets. That's I heard on a podcast yesterday. I was like, well, what's crazy sh- is
0: you can say the same thing is, which I know you're getting at, is Justin Jefferson's gonna take all the attention from the defense, it leaves yeah. Jordan Addison with less attention.
1: Yeah, I think that this is a perfect scenario. Like, he has the best scenario out of all the wide receivers. I think even better than Jackson Smith. Um, Jordan Addison, I'm going to say this right now. He's going to be, I think he's going to be the next, like, on-top wide receiver there is. For, like, the Garrett Wilson of last year, this is going to be the guy.
0: That's a crazy tandem they got in in Minnesota with Addison and Jefferson.
1: Yeah, Jordan Addison... He was the, what wide receiver was he taking? Was he the second wide receiver taken?
0: I know he was the 23rd pick, so if there wasn't anybody, yeah, yeah, after Jackson.
1: The thing that I regret really bad is, is in my fantasy draft for our rookies this year, I had the fourth pick. I could have taken any of these wide receivers, Jackson Smith, Jordan Addison. I actually traded back. Uh, I got, uh, I got J.K., I want to say I got J.K. Dobbins, and then I got moved back to the eighth pick. Yeah. Again, I passed on Addison. Again. I I just, I don't know, dude. I don't know. So you're sitting here
0: saying that he's going to be, there's all this great thing, we're hype on him, but then you're telling me how much you passed on him. Like, what are you doing?
1: Yeah, no, I I don't know why I passed on him. It was because I don't really need wide receivers, but it just, like, one of my biggest regrets right now I've been noticing is that Jordan Addison, I think, is going to be a baller wide receiver, but. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, you you see what Justin Jefferson's doing, and. Kirk Cousins is loving him. I mean, he's probably salivating with knowing Jordan Addison's there.
1: Oh yeah, I know. And also, you got to think about—they got T.J. Hawkinson too as a tight end. Yeah. Um, who's their wide receiver three? I was
0: just on their depth chart. Hold up. Because Thielen's not there. Where'd
1: Thielen go? They got KJ uh, Osborne, which yep. is pretty good. Yep. He. I think he was a anytime touchdown guy for me last year. I
0: would bet on. Almost back to it. Let's move on though. We got Zay Flowers. You think he's gonna take a
1: kind of pop off? I'm not. I, I think Zay Flowers. He's one of the one of the best players that was in college. Like performed. Um, he went to Boston College, right? I believe he did. up so, yeah, went to Boston College. Um, I had him. I actually played. I'm gonna bring up Fancy again. I Wait, he was college picked right Fantasy. before uh, Addison. He was oh, picked twenty second. Yeah. They pass on Addison? That's crazy. Yep. Um, Baltimore got Zay Flowers. He's obviously be lined up with um, Odell Beckham and...
0: Rashad Bateman.
1: Yeah, Bateman. Bateman and him is going to be kind of... This has a lot of potential to be a good offense here with Zay Flowers. I just think that he's not going to have the amount of targets that we're going to see Addison or Jackson Smith getting, possibly even Quentin Johnson getting. um,
0: I mean, that makes sense, though. Your quarterback's Lamar Jackson.
1: Yeah. True, I just think that Zay Flowers he, he's a very good athlete. I just don't think he's going to have a better year than the rest of them. I think, I think he's there's have-
0: there's a little bit of potential here, though. This could be someone that Lamar really like finds out that he really likes. I mean, obviously yeah. he has OBJ, but what kind of OBJ are you getting? Rashad Bateman's he's injured right now. Um, I don't really know much about his status, but he's a, he's a option. But I think just just a young athletic playmaker as Zay Flowers could. Turn out to be really nice for lamar jackson but just in the whole thing of like targets and usage compared to the other year one wide receivers i do agree with you there
1: yeah if i had to compare like last year basically what scenario i'm thinking of him as in it's kind of like i wouldn't say the same scenario but how i see him as of last year is like garrett wilson i think that he's on a team that i don't think he's going to be able to i mean if it plays out where Odell Beckham gets hurt, like he did, like he's injury prone, Bateman's yeah. injury prone, then Flowers is the wide receiver one. Yeah. Whenever I saw the Jets, I thought Elijah Moore it was above him. They have a terrible quarterback. Nothing's gonna happen. Yeah. Now, Lamar Jackson is obviously a better wide, uh, quarterback. I said wide receiver. Um, Might be better quarterback, but I could see Zay Flowers popping off this year, and then me being like, Oh, I wish I would have predicted that one, but. Like I said, I still think Jordan Addison will play better than Zay Flowers. What do you think about Josh Downs next year? What do you think he's going to do? Uh,
0: we talked about him a little bit earlier, uh, maybe a little bit last episode. I don't really remember. But I think he's, he's going to f- have his, his way here. Um, he has a purpose. This is going into the draft. I think it, they even put it on that with the next pick series. as Shane Steichen like, specifically needed his skill set of a player, a slot guy. Because we have all... Yeah. We have the the power forwards if you will in the receiving room but we need the point guard we need we need a young shifty small guy yeah and that's what josh downs is and like i said i think he's gonna be more of i don't want to say this because i'm i'm probably am wrong but i'm gonna say it anyways i think he's gonna be more of like a, a shifty or like over the middle short field guy rather than yeah. a big play down the field guy but i don't i don't really know how accurate that is that's how i see it in my head how um, does Steichen run with the slots you know I don't know who was who was the Eagles slot last year. It
1: was I mean they had
0: Pascal, <laughs> true, but like more of like um a build of Josh Downs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Their uh, I'm ple- their slot was. Why is it not showing? Because Josh Downs is five ten one seventy five. That's his listing but his, his speed and his quickness is crazy. He was, he was drafted in the third round, the 79th overall pick, and everybody at the time was like, how is he still on the board? I mean, he was there at round three. Big play guy. Um, I, I don't think he'll outperform a player like Addison. He might not even outperform a Zay Flowers, but I think he's going to have a very good impact on our offense. I think he just adds another weapon to the Colts offense that we desperately need especially judged off last year
1: and R- he's R- he's,
0: he's, a, he, he's a rookie with a rookie quarterback so i mean that's that's really good for them to to grow together especially in this first year i mean you heard the story that draft night or right when they got to the indy for the first time they were throwing the football in the hotel parking lot yeah like
1: that's what you need don't sleep on him this year that's all i gotta say i agreed. think that um we had this in perfect order right now jordan Addison, zay flowers and josh downs agreed josh downs has you know if it comes down to it, he could be a great wide receiver for the Colts. I, I don't under I don't know how it's gonna play out with Pittman and Pierce and him. I really don't think that's a three moving future moving into the future. Um Maybe. I'm not big on I'm not big on have, I don't know. I'm just You've never been a Pittman if, guy. I'm not a big Pittman guy, I guess you could say. I'm not I a big like Pittman him.
0: guy if he's not scoring touchdowns. I need his touchdowns numbers to be like really high, in my opinion.
1: The thing that people don't talk about either is like I'm not sure the st- like through the stats like how many passes he drops but there's always big times where he's dropping like a third down catch and yeah. it might be because we're going down we're going to him every third down that we I see that but yeah it's like I feel like he's someone that he's dropped a lot dropped a lot of passes in big moments and I think that Pierce is kind of just a different version of him um I think that the Colts Going into this year, I'm not sure what would have been the best move. But I think a Pittman trade sometime would have been good. But I don't know. It's just.
0: I just think to wrap up the Josh Downs specifically with this convo is when you have a rookie quarterback and a brand new head coach, you do everything you can to support both of them. And I think Josh Downs pick was really well. And it just adds another layer of our offense that can potentially do well. So yep, it's a great pickup. And
1: I think he has potential to be really good. All right, uh Quentin Johnston from TCU playing for the Chargers now. This is a this is one of those uh wide wait receivers. A second, bro. I
0: need to wait. I need to look this up because I think there was you can keep talking. I think there was like four wide receivers picked all at this like after another because Yeah, so it went Johnston, Zay Flowers, Addison At 21, 22, 23. So Addison was picked after Flowers and Johnston, but we're saying that he's going to be the best.
1: I think that he. Look, if you watch him play, like, I think that's what it is. Like, when you watch him play, he's just. It's so smooth. His routes he runs, the way he plays. I think it's going to be best for the NFL. And I think he's in a better situation than most. But also, Quentin Johnston is in a great situation with the Chargers.
0: Very good. Um, Look at
1: that quarterback. And if you look at his. The thing I like about him is he's 6'3", and he's 208 pounds. He's a very big guy. He's going to pretty much, if you give him the ball, make plays. I think he's a very good wide receiver. At TCU, he balled out. We saw that. What the heck? I just saw. So TCU has enlisted at 6'4", 190 Mm -hmm. a year and a half ago. And he's 6'3", 2, 208 listed on Google. So I'm not ESPN sure. ESPN exactly. has
0: enlisted 6'4", 215. So this guy's everywhere.
1: Yeah, this guy's everywhere. I didn't notice that.
0: I was like, what the heck? I do want to um, say, though, I think it's so, kind of off topic, but I think it's so crazy that it took 20 picks in this draft for a receiver to go off the board, and a receiver went 20, 21st, 22nd, and 23rd. That's crazy. Yep. Chargers wide receiver depth chart. Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Quentin Johnston. That's one, two, three is the listing here.
1: Yeah, I think that we saw a lot of touchdowns for uh, like three guys last year for the Chargers because Mike Williams and Keenan Allen were hurt a lot last year. Um, if that continues the same pace, Quentin Johnston to have a great year. I think it's that. Similar to Zay Flowers in uh,
0: Baltimore, to be honest.
1: Yeah, it's very similar. I think that as a wide receiver three, I don't think he's be- going to be able to perform as much as. Like I said, Addison, I'm still super high on him. Um, Just knowing what wide receiver twos can do in Minnesota, because we saw Thielen years past. Well, Justin Jefferson started as the wide receiver two behind Thielen and quickly went over Thielen. I think that that's just a perfect scenario.
0: Yeah. Um, If the Chargers receivers can all stay healthy, I think that's the best chance for Quentin Johnston to really elevate his game this year just because obviously the attention the defense is going to be putting on Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. Yeah, but and it gives Justin Herbert just another threat, dude. What do you think about Jackson Smith with Seattle? That's what I'm about to look up. I don't really. I mean, we said earlier the Seattle's receiving group. Um, I think they're in a pretty good spot as it is.
1: It's just like it's weird for me because I think Tyler Lockett and Metcalf are still great wide receivers. Uh, Lockett was a touchdown god last year. Um, I don't know his exact stat number on that. I just know that. It was week after week he was scoring touchdowns. If anything, um, Jackson
0: Smith is just about to learn so much. Like if you want to be behind yeah. anybody in the NFL
1: as a receiver, DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett is crazy. Yeah, I Tyler Lockett obviously he's a veteran. Uh, Metcalf he's pretty much about to be like he's I would say a veteran now. Yeah, but uh, he's a just a crazy athlete. He's a freak. Yeah. Um, Jackson Smith, I think though, if you put him. On a team like Jordan Addison, though, I think he plays outplays Addison.
0: Um, like him paired with Jefferson
1: th- would be better than Addison paired with Jefferson? Yeah, I think that uh, Jackson Smith, I think he's probably, I, to me, has the best grade going into this. He could be like a 1,000-yard receiver at another team, but I think with Seattle, he won't be. He'll probably be like, I don't wanna, it's just weird. That Seahawks offense is just weird. Like, we, we said it's good, but the thing is, is you don't know what to expect. Because Geno Smith is two different people sometimes.
0: I, um, I think you know what to expect with the receiving. Obviously, you have a, one of them as a rookie, but Tyler Lockett, DK Metcaps, you know what they're going to give you. They're going to produce. Yeah, you
1: know what they're going to give you. But I'm saying, like, with him being a wide receiver three, I mean, what do you expect? That's the thing. He's a really, really good wide receiver. I think that he could honestly outplay Tyler Lockett, like with Tyler Lockett being older now. Um, and that's kind of wouldn't be, that'd be
0: best case scenario for the Seahawks.
1: Yeah, it's best out on his case way scenario, out, yeah.
0: You want your rookie to take those steps forward. I mean, all the again, if it, people are listening, all these one, two, three, four, five receivers we just talked about—these were all round one receivers, other than Josh Downs. So the, they have a lot of high expectations coming in, and they're all yeah. capable of doing it. We're just seeing who will out, outperform the rest. This is a really cool wide receiver uh,
1: class this year, I think. The only problem with the, like we're back to the Seahawks is like, I just don't trust Geno Smith. That's that's me. I think he's really he do good it by... two years in a row. Huh. You don't I don't know. Do like, if years? you look at his stats, dude. Like, he was drafted. Well, he was drafted in 2012, 2013. He went 10 years without doing anything. Like his, his I know. first Last year was was crazy. His first year, he threw almost double the interceptions. He did touchdowns. Like, as I mean, I, that's obviously 10 years ago. But then after that happened, he did nothing, dude. He did not. Like, he put up 200 yards, 120 yards. Like, he didn't play there's players that are like Joe Burrow's probably played more games than Geno Smith right now. Like <laughs> that's a thing that he's a veteran, but like, if you look at how I mean, he, he played, he was the past, a, he was like, a, he was a, like a, a
0: all time backup, you
1: know? Yeah. All time backup, obviously. And the, he played with the jets too. So you can give him that one. Uh, the jets, any quarterback goes, there is like, hopefully not Rogers, but, um, you're, it's a bad mixture. So, I'm just saying that I can't trust Geno but I'm not saying that he's the worst quarterback of all time. I'm just saying I can't trust him. He had a crazy year, 4,000-plus yards, 30 touchdowns, 11 interceptions. But knowing that he's only done this one time, I can't trust he's going to do it back-to-back years. Yeah, I, and
0: I agree with you. I think there's hope, but you have a valid discussion. Just to say... Uh... So Geno Smith career games played is 62. Joe Burrow career is 42. So
1: he's he's approaching him. Okay. He's yeah, over. Yeah. He's over that. So still, huh. I just think it's crazy that he's been, It is.
0: like. Wait, hold up. Let me get let me get one more thing. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I just exited out, but I'll go quick. Um Yeah, so the first two years of Geno Smith's career, he pretty much played both full seasons and then from 15, 16, 17, 18, it was one game, two game, two game, one game, four games, and then 17. Last year was his his career most of playing games in a season at 17.
1: Can't believe he got that contract. Like, to me, as a. It-
0: Bro, that's the thing, though. Players in any sport, like again, Austin Reeves, we can throw this in here, Jordan Poole from last year. If
1: you do good one time, you get a bag thrown at you.
0: And I don't yeah. really understand that.
1: Unless they're scared, someone else is going to be like, all right, here's more money. I mean, it's the only yeah, thing I can it's, think it's of. Yeah, it's that but.
0: part, and it's as well as the players wanting the guaranteed because they say, hey, I can do this. Now give me guaranteed money. It's like, I don't know. If I was sports teams across any sport right now, is why are you just – got to be a little more hesitant of throwing players the bag, in my opinion. He's- I say you let you let them do something twice. Like you show if you can do something like after two years and then you you throw him the money.
1: Yeah. I just I think that I would I think for me to have like clarity on who he is as a player I think he needs one more year um to Agreed. prove that to me even though he's been in the league 10 years just because if this was like his second year and he did that I'd be like holy shit this guy's a god. But you know, knowing that's year I think it's year 9 or 10. Um his rookie year was 2013. But he's still younger than Matt Stafford, Ryan Santahill. Russell Wilson. He's a, He's actually younger than Tyrod Taylor, too. Um, he's actually... I think he's the same age as Garoppolo and Derek Carr. So I agree with
0: you, though. There's hope that they can do it twice in a year. Just the continuity part. You add a rookie wide receiver. But
1: yeah, valid point of it's still Geno Smith. Yep. All right. To wrap this up, I put in one more segment. This is basically to wrap up the way-too-early episode. Way-too-early bold predictions. I... I'm going to start out by saying the first one I put on here um, Jerry Judy to have his best year so far. I'm high on the Broncos again. I hate to be, but I think so. Played 15 to 17 games last year with the horrible QB, QB play, and he still had almost 1,000 yards and six touchdowns. Which I is get pretty why impressive. you're calling
0: this a bold prediction because the Broncos aren't going to be it. And I actually really like Jerry Judy. I think he has the potential to be really good, but I just yep. think Russell Wilson's done.
1: I hope not. Uh, this is Jerry though. Judy. This is Jerry Judy's year four. Now, like I said, uh, all he needs is his quarterback to play a little bit better and he's over a thousand yards. Yeah. And maybe ten touchdowns. Yeah. And uh, that'd be a crazy year for him. Yeah. The second one I added on to here, this is the one I believe the most. Um this is a very, I guess you could say bold, but it's also been talked about around the NFL. Hollywood Browns have over a thousand yards. I bl- believe he had like a fourteen hundred yard season with the Ravens one year um Hollywood Browns have over a thousand yards. He saw 10 plus targets very often. Like I said, he has 12 games played last year with 107 targets. um That's kind of wild. Like I said, it's almost 10 targets a game. D Hop will be traded. They could sell. So? What contender do you think D Hop could be traded to, though? Buffalo. Like, that's the thing. Buffalo. Ooh, yeah. And think about that one. And I think D Hop will get traded to a team. And if you look at it, Hollywood Brown's the only wide receiver they got. I mean, they got a dude from... um, Purdue. Purdue. Yeah. Rondell Uh, Moore. Rondell Moore. Last one I already talked about, Kenneth Walker, insane season. Stats last year, he had had 10 starts over 1,000 yards. I think it's wild. Um, He was a dog last year, so.
0: I don't know. I don't agree with the Jerry Judy part just because I don't think that Denver will have a good year, even though I really like Jerry Judy. Hollywood Brown will be cool um, if D Hop does get traded. Can Hollywood Brown still play as a very high level on his own as like the sole wide receiver one? I mean, I so think. We do it are, with the Ravens. True, and but would you say Kyler Murray is better or worse than Lamar Jackson?
1: I say I truly think Kyler Murray's passing wise is better than Lamar Jackson. Okay, um, I don't know the stats on that. I would believe they're better, but. Um, we have seen Kyler Murray kind of if, be iffy sometimes. Yeah. I, the thing about him is the only reason he's still... This is a very weird take. There's going to be so much hate when I say this, but if Kyler Murray couldn't make the plays like the running plays, he couldn't make the wild plays, he would not be a quarterback right now in the league. Um, I, agree. I think he's, he's someone that he can shit the bed so easily but he comes out of nowhere and just puts up some crazy top 10 ESPN play. That's the only thing that he's pretty much good for. That sounds yeah, And that's been terrible, going all the way since college. Yeah, that's, that's just who he is. Yeah. He's going to play very average, and then out of nowhere he's going to put up a crazy play. He's got a crazy arm for his size, too. So,
0: Let me ask you this to wrap up the pod. Last discussion, who had a worst year last year, the Cardinals or the Broncos overall?
1: Because the Bron- would- Cardinals sucked. Yeah, the problem with this is, is like, I want to say the Broncos just because of the hype that was leading up to That's it. But the Broncos well. were, like, low-key, like, I keep saying this, but they low key weren't the low-key weren't that bad outside of Russell Wilson's play. Outside yeah, of that Yeah, that play. makes them terrible. Yeah, it made them terrible, but, like, it was just, like, every week I was, like, the Broncos could, you know, run well, it they back. they were having
0: year. games where they were scoring nine points, nine points, nine points, ten, ten, nine. They weren't putting points on the board,
1: but wasn't their defense like insane
0: though? Uh, yeah. I mean, these games were ten to nine, twenty three to ten, seventeen to ten, sixteen to nine. So they were holding teams kind of under. Yeah,
1: that's what I was saying. They were holding teams down. That's what I I thought. I was like, what I kept saying is, if Russell Wilson can at least play average, I said it last year too. I know this defense yeah. can hold him. But the the thing is, is the Broncos had so much hype going into the year, it almost makes it seem like they had a worse year. Um. Agreed. the The Charger or the Chargers, the Cardinals. Uh, Cardinals. I don't know. They they were they were awful. They were a team you didn't want to watch. Well, the um,
0: Cardinals went from an eleven and six team to a four and thirteen team.
1: And I know was? there was a little um,
0: injury problem because they were starting Colt McCoy last year. They were starting Trace McSorley last year. They they started David Blau last year. They were they were going through it really bad. They lost the last what seven games of the season. They were in the blender last year, unfortunately. Um, I don't know. I thought that was a pretty cool question to ask. Uh, I'm also going Broncos just because of the preseason expectations last year. But
1: yeah, and Colin Murray didn't play all, all the games. Either, no, he uh, didn't. He didn't Card- play after week Cardinals. nine,
0: or he, he played week
1: twelve. But he only had, I guess, he had two. But I don't know. It was just weird. I think there's a lot of weird teams this year that are coming. Like. You have Kyler Murray and the Cardinals. And in my head, I see a really good team from years past. But then we have a team last year that was just absolutely horrendous. Um, but Well, the Cardinals got Zach Pascal. Yeah, so that's going to save him.
0: <laughs> All right, anything else you want to talk about?
1: Only thing I think that we need to talk about is, is hopefully, I'm going to say this at the end of every episode, hopefully Anthony Richardson plays out to what we would expect. So.
0: Hey, it doesn't have to be in year one process, but he's going to show us a lot of light this year. All right, thanks, everybody, for listening, man. If you guys are back on the podcast grind like us, I appreciate it. Follow everywhere you hear us. Hit the subscribe button anywhere you see us. TikTok, Instagram, all that good stuff, and um, we'll see you next week. Peace.